and welcome back to Better Than Before, the podcast that is here to inspire and empower you to make positive changes in your life so you can become the happiest, healthiest, and most fulfilled version of yourself. Whether you're looking to improve your relationships, boost your productivity, or simply find more laughter, joy, and meaning in your everyday life, I've got you covered. I'm your host, Yami Mufti Fraze, and I am thrilled to have you join me on this journey. Remember, my goal for you is simple, to help you leave each episode better than before. Katrina Scott is a founder, creator, and advocate. She created livebeautifully.com, a place of inspiration that includes life stories, career advice, work life, home life, mom life, and beyond to help women live beautifully. You may recognize her from Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, Tone It Up, or from all of her crazy covers of Women's Health, Self, Women's Fitness, and Strong Magazine. Her proudest role to date, though, is mother to the beautiful Isabel and Colette. Please help me welcome Katrina Scott. Woo! <laughs> okay, I'm so excited. Also, I do want to say this was not planned. We didn't plan this. And our shoes. And our shoes. Like, it was not planned. I was looking for an outfit two days ago, and I was like, hey, what are you wearing? Because I don't want to, like, clash colors. And she sent me a picture. I literally had this in my hands. And I was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, Lavavi, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, of course. So. I said it was like, um, what is it, Romeo and Michelle's high school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you comfortable there with the mic? You can lean back. We can move it forward. Yeah, get comfortable. Do you want to share what's in your cup? Oh. Yeah, Not that I one. I couldn't just decide between coffee and champagne, so I both. <laughs> it's one of those things where I was like, well, kind of like you, I'll, I'll execute on both. Yeah. So we're good. I love it. Okay. Okay, so, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'll lean back. Yeah, oh. perfect. See, comfy. Lean back. We're just, you know, two girlfriends having conversation, <laughs> and you guys are listening. Um, but before we start, I just want to say thank you. I've already thanked you so many times. Aww. But I just want to say thank you. I'm going to cry. There it is. I just want to thank you for... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> um, just encouraging me. And just believing in me. Oh, my God, I can't do this. What? Are, <laughs> okay, get it together, Yami. Okay, I got this. You. Just encouraging me and just believing in me. And, I mean, if you know how many text messages I sent this woman in the past two weeks. <laughs> like, what, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? So just thank you for coming all the way here from L.A., leaving your busy life, your children, your husband, and just um, being in this space with us to just feel like, what's what I'm saying, um, pour into these women because you are a woman that has done so much, has been through so much, mm-hmm. and you, I know you have so much wisdom to share, and I'm so excited to start just chatting. And I love you. I love you. <laughs> I kind of want to hug you right now, but I can't. My answer, <laughs> my answer with you is, of course, yes, and it's just like figuring it out. And like I told you last night, there's going to be a lot of people that don't show up for yeah. you when you try to start something new because they don't see it yet yeah and I wanted to say yes and show up for you because I know how it feels when people don't show up and so we got this we're starting strong we're, we're yeah. the tears are already <laughs> <laughs> okay so like I said and I was like I also asked her like yeah, have your champagne girl. I mean um I was like I what do you want to talk me to get yeah <laughs> keep it coming um 
I also, we're going to have like a conversation. It's not going to be so much of like, what are your accolades? And what are your, I want to know like the good stuff. Like I think a lot of people these days put a lot of emphasis on, um, oh, your mic. Oh, you're good. You're, <laughs> we're going down, you guys. <laughs> emphasis on like accolades and what we've done and, you know, all that stuff. But um, we've had so many conversations um, that are so much deeper and so much more than what we've done, right? So um, just to open up, <laughs> we're gonna start really strong since you mentioned um, that people don't support sometimes. You've yeah. dealt with rejection. Mm. Um, you've spoken about it. How would you advise me, these women, um, if they face rejection, whether it be a new job, a man, <laughs> opportunities, because I mean, I'm 38 and I still deal with rejection. And when it happens, I always, I'll be honest, I wish I can say that it doesn't phase me, but even here, like I asked so many sponsors and they truly just literally said, not interested, period. I was like, oh, well, okay, <laughs> moving on. Mm. And so it hurts because like you said, they don't see the vision and you feel like you have all of this like good stuff to give. But when someone just says, nur, what like, how was there a question in there? Yeah. I hope so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've been rejected. Raise your hand if you were rejected within the last two weeks in some form. Okay. It is, I, I've shared this before. Rejection is so much protection from what is not meant for you. Yeah. And if you're in it and you cannot see it, it's okay. I've been there too where I'm like, I, I don't know why this is happening and I don't know why I can't make this other person see or rejection there's so many forms of rejection right like it could be in a relationship it could be at work when you want the promotion or something and they don't see your worth and they don't see your value or it could be right in front of you where someone is saying something but their actions are completely different that's a form of rejection they are treating you completely different than what you are promised and so it's going to happen to all of us and it's inevitable, but the biggest thing is that we can't let we can't let it define us, and we cannot let it get so deep ingrained in us that we don't think that we're capable of yeah. things and that we're not worthy of love. And so, rejection is protection, and then it's also redirection. We need to pivot as women. We're, it's almost like you know we're told like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And we're little. We're like, "Okay, choose that one thing." And like you said. We're multifaceted. Yeah. We are not just one thing. And if you are unhappy in something or you're in a relationship or you're stuck or you're in a job where you're working and you're like, this isn't, it doesn't feel right, you are allowed to pivot. And then when someone says no to you, can you imagine if they had said yes and they don't want you? Mm. Imagine if they say yes and then you're in a job that they're going to resent you for. Yeah. Or you're in a relationship that... They don't plan on staying long. And so it is such redirection to your worthiness and a life that you can live and happiness. And everyone here deserves so much fulfillment in their life because life can be so long, but tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah. And we all, we all know that too. And so just don't let it define you. Take a breath. You're allowed to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Do a workout. <laughs> I call it a rage walk. <laughs> my, my girlfriend introduced me to rage walks. I did one at the airport yesterday. <laughs> my suitcase. 
case was stolen. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? My blazer. And this is not even mine. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> um, but, and then I actually ran into my suitcase. The person that stole it left in the middle of things. I think that they panicked, but yeah, go for a rage walk and, and get that out. You are, you can feel whatever you want to feel and it's completely valid, but just, I hope the next time that you are faced with a no or something or deceit that you think of this moment right now and you're like, yeah. this is redirection for something that I deserve. Yeah. So good. Um, touching on that or pivoting, um, a lot of us, I think a lot of women think that sometimes we might be too old to start something new, mm. um, whether it be a new job, a new career, like a whole career shift, um, going back to school, having kids, getting married, um, having a social media presence, um, going back to, did I say going back to school? Um, what would you say, like, how would you encourage someone to um, just go for it? We've all felt like we're, it's too late for us. It's yeah. too late for us to start this, to go on the TikTok or I don't know if it's going <laughs> to How the cool soon, kids do it. Yeah. yeah, is it going to be a band or what? <laughs> We've all had those moments where we're like, I don't know. Um, and sorry, my voice is cracking. I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> um, but we've all felt like, oh, it's too late for me. I'm too old for this. Or even too many people are doing this. Yeah. That space is not for me. You and I have talked about that too. Some of the most successful, and when I, when I say success, I say that they've shared their knowledge with other people and it has traveled past them into a legacy. And that's the goal, right? To create something that can, that can travel past your life. Yeah. Not to get morbid. I'm like such a morbid person. I'm like, tomorrow's not guaranteed, you guys. <laughs> In the best way. Um, a lot of those people started in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and I met this woman right before the pandemic. Oh, I forget her name. She became an advocate uh, for sex trafficking in her 70s. Wow. And she has saved hundreds of children, period. That's it. Like, she, she pivoted so late in her life, and she's done something that will... Her legacy lives in those children that now will grow up to know love, family, and whatever they go on to do. And that inspired me. I got goosebumps. Like, you are all an advocate. You can all give back. You can all make a difference. And you can all voice something that you're passionate about. It doesn't matter what age you're in, you are. And then um, I always think, like, Jane Fonda started her fitness career when she was over 40. Yeah. Um, there's so many other examples of people that failed first multiple times and then Me. something I'm stuck. I'm starting a podcast at 36. Thir am I 36? Yeah, 36. I thought you just said you're 38. Yeah, I lied. I'm 36. <laughs> 1986 is on my license. I don't know why I said 38. Are Who we am I? You were like averaging the two of us. Absolutely not 38. Oh, I think I know. I told my cousin the other day. She, yes, that's what it was. That's why it's here. I don't, I'm not 38. I swear to you. Give me those two years. Does anyone else forget their age? Sometimes I'm like, I'm 22. I've forgotten my age. Um... Yeah. I love how you said that. You just, you just said you're 38. 30, I'm 36. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> but yes, 
starting something new at 36. Yeah, you can start something new. You can recreate yourself. The biggest thing to start a new life, a new habit. Um, who, has anyone read Atomic Habits? So good. The biggest thing that you can do to succeed in creating habits is make it your identity. And how do you make something your identity? You got to think about it. You got to write it down. You got to visualize. You got to dream and then put it into action. Yeah. And so you can. No one is stopping you. If you feel like something's stopping you, then really, really take a step back and go, well, how can that be part of it? Uh, I was going to yeah, say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you just reminded me, like, I feel, I've hope, like I said, I've always wanted to have an event. I'll tell you guys, I've never really shared this, but I wanted to host a retreat, I think three years ago. I was still living in New Hampshire at the time. I wanted to host a retreat. I booked the space, booked it, put a deposit down. And then I got really nervous and I canceled it. And I lost money, obviously. But I just thought that no one was going to show up. And then for this, I was like, it needs to be in three weeks or I'm not going to do it. And so in three weeks, you have to execute, like you, ha you cannot waste time. So I think that, and in this three weeks, this experience has taught me that I feel like sometimes our big, the, the person who doesn't believe the most is ourselves. Because yeah. I have been rallied by my closest friends, like all in the front row, it's just insane. Um, they, never, they never thought I couldn't do it. It's just us, you know? So what you were saying about, you know, putting things down and putting the action, like if, you need to execute. Like if we can dream all day, mm -hmm. but if you don't start making the moves, nothing's going to happen. And um, what's that quote? Motivation breeds or anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, uh, awkward. Babies. Breeds babies. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to all the moms that came with their babies. I know. I know it's so I saw the the hip dips with extra uh, resistance. It's hard to get out of the house. It's hard to say yes when you know that you're going to be in the back feeding your baby and doing whatever you can. Like, but of course, they're always welcome. We're never going to say yes. no to babies. It's 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 hard, but like it's so welcomed. Yeah. We're, I mean, if anyone wants to hand me a baby, yes. I am not a pro, but I have a couple. This is a great segue because I was just going to ask you. How are you balancing entrepreneurship and motherhood? You now have two beautiful babies. Uh, Colette's nine months? Ten. Ten. So she has Isabella, who is four. four. Okay, that's her thought. Four yeah. and a half. Who's wild? Who you? She is awesome. Tell me right now before we move forward. She is awesome. Give me your, like, <clears throat> high-level, like, elevator pitch on Isabel. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, um, she is strong-willed. Mm -hmm. Love her. To she is so sweet. So... I'm going to paint a picture. So I went to her house, and they have, like, a fireplace. And um, she wanted a tent. So Brian, her husband, set this beautiful thing up, and he had, like, a clamp on the side of the fireplace holding the um, blanket. Can you guys hear me? Okay. <laughs> holding the blanket. And they have, like, these, like, round... What is that? What was that? A, like, a toy. And she was just, like, oh, playing, yeah. like, trying to put it on the, the thing, and she would not get it. And she, we're like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And then she got it. And we're like, oh, my God, yes, congratulations. You're so good. You did it, you did it, you did it. And then she would, we're like, do it again, do it again. And she wouldn't do it. And this is such a life-like lesson. Um, she, she didn't get it. And she got so sad. She got so sad. And both of us were encouraging her. And we're like, you did it once. You can do it. You can do it. 
And she like cried one at one point. And we're like, you can do it. So she did it again. And it took her a little bit, but she did it again. Mm-hmm. And she did it again. And she failed again. And she did it again. And she mm-hmm. failed again. So I think that was such a good, like, like me looking at a four-year-old and how reflective is that of our lives, like things that we do. Like how many times do we have to do something to succeed? Like it's not, you know, always first try. Yeah. So I didn't answer your question, but she is. <laughs> but that's, uh, she's so, she's, I mean, she was bossing us around. She was boss, bossing you around. I was like, wow. <laughs> I am wrong about just about everything, which is like, okay. Uh, I love that because I want us all to can like it takes a village then yami came over and she was full on and like there um bella's like naked (laughs) i didn't want to say that so you're strong well the mic closed she's like no no okay um she's a beach baby though yeah she is like the epitome of like totally (laughs) yeah 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 she's like i'm like do you want to get a hair trim she's like no no um but i want to condition her that if you've done it once, you can do it again. If and if even all, if you didn't do it once, exactly. Yes. Like even if we don't do it, <laughs> then then you can you can achieve it. Yeah. And then if things fall apart, you can rebuild. And so helping helping her when she's young, and then helping us that even when we're I'm almost forty, like learning those same things. But um, who has kids in here? Oh, oh my goodness! So don't you feel like parenting? is what did I say I was like like let me quote myself real quick (laughs) (laughs) it's it's helping heal your children every day oh gosh while also healing our inner child and so many things come up where the things that I'm saying to her oh that fall down we can rebuild I need to hear that yeah. we need to love ourselves the same unconditional way that we love our children so good how do you balance everything I don't I don't even answer your question <laughs> <laughs> okay so what you said I I think she might have been three months not even maybe she was two months and we were in her room and she was just like little room? Just, no not your room oh. <laughs> Luna's room sorry my baby's room <laughs> Yeah, I was in your room and you were Brian. <laughs> so weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were weird when you came over. We did all weird stuff in front of you. Just kidding. That sounds so- You guys, this is please come back to this podcast. Um, oh, Luna's room. We were in Luna's room. <laughs> you had like a visual. And she, <laughs> she was just laying there and I was like talking to Taz and I literally said, she has healed so many parts of me that I knew needed healing, but other parts that I didn't know. Like when that baby came out of my vajayjay, <laughs> it was like a new woman was born. Yeah. Like no Fs given. Like, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, no, but like you, something changes, right? Yeah. Um, which we'll get into another part that doesn't change. It might get worse, the body image oh. thing. But something better changes. I'm sorry? I said better and worse. Better than yes. before. But, <laughs> but I'm sh- I'm, I'm going to say that a hundred times. Better than before. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a... Is that, oh, I was like, is that... No, like it's not. It's just song? an inside joke. I forget that I you're not the... <laughs> Guys, I'll practice. I promise I'll get better. Okay, so balancing um, motherhood and entrepreneurship. So yeah. it's been a huge learning curve for me because I work from home 
and I, Luna's still at home with me. And sometimes I get nothing done, and sometimes I get a lot done. So I think um, for me, it's just giving myself grace. And there are days that I'm just like, this is, I, I never feel like, ugh, I don't want to be doing this. It's more like, ugh, I'm not going to get the work done. I don't feel like, I, she's not a bird. Like, I, I've never felt that, thank God. But it's just like, I have so many ideas that I want to do, and like I have all these like big plans that I just don't have the time to do it all. I mean, I did this in three weeks, so maybe I do. But, um, <laughs> but, but you didn't sleep last night. I did not sleep last night, <laughs> running on two hours of sleep here. Um, but um, there was another day in her room where I was literally just in full-fledged tears because I thought before her that I wasted so much time and that I just didn't execute what I should have before her. I, you know, I didn't do the things that I wanted to do. Um, and then it's crazy because I'm doing so much more now. And it's not even like I sat down and thought about the things that I wanted to do. It kind of just happened. And I think she has a lot to do with it, obviously, because, like I said, I changed completely. And I feel as cheesy as this sound, it's so true. Everything I do is for her. And I want her to see me and say she did what she said she was going to do. Mm. And I don't want to be a mom that's like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and then I never do it. Because what does that show her? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And so, like I said, just balancing, I don't balance it. I don't think there's a such thing as balance. I think there's one week that you're going to have great things, and then there's another week that you're not going to get much done, and give yourself grace, and truly, the only thing that matters is her. Yeah. <laughs> like, work is work. Yeah, That's it. She is my life. <laughs> so, that's that. Do you want to add anything to that before we move on to the good stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a second chance with Colette. So, mm. Colette's 10 months, and we, wait, we got childcare within four months with Isabel, but I was back to work like right away because I was like, I have to. And we put yeah. that pressure on ourselves yeah. and we're like, we, I don't know actually what it is. I don't <laughs> either because I don't, I didn't really take a maternity leave. I'm like, we have to get back to work. I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? And then, and then maybe, I don't know if you guys will have more, but you can always get a second chance with your, your kids anyway. They love you unconditionally when I talk about unconditional love like you can get a second chance even with your kids right now I did feel like I got a second chance the second time because I was like wow I rushed way too fast into work and you don't get that time back but what I try to do instead of like living in the in regret because regret is it can be really uh, it can just eat away at you yeah. feeling regret and remorse and then you ruminate yeah. At 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm there. Like, I totally get it. You can say, what is this teaching me? And how can I adjust accordingly to actually not do that again <laughs> or do it differently? You can yeah. do things differently. And you're all incredible parents. And you're the best mom to your own kids. And when I, when I think about balance, I didn't do so well with Isabel because I actually prioritized work more because I was like, 
I have to with her. I was like, she'll be okay. She'll be okay. She's a baby. She doesn't see that I'm on my computer. She doesn't get it. Mm. And then, then she starts to get it. She actually said to me, why are you still working? Uh, when we were eating dinner and I had to get something out, but I didn't have to do it right then. Mm. And so now we have a rule that when we're eating dinner, we eat dinner at the table and I'm not allowed to work. <laughs> but I also don't want her to be a teenager with her phone out at the table either. Right. So we are, they're going to mirror us in some way. Wow, I just had a deja vu. Wow, we're all mm. supposed to be here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> If you, you don't know, know already, I'm weird <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> um, I love you. I was like, I'm going to drink some champagne. I don't know what's going to come out. So uh, I don't remember the question. Oh, balance. <laughs> yeah, there's no balance. There's harmony. And yeah, there's some weeks that you're not going to get anything yeah. done. But we have so much time. Yeah. And I've said this before, too. You can, you can do it all, but you don't have to do it all at once. And yeah. then there's things that you might want to do that it comes a time we change so much that you don't have to do it anymore. And it's like every seven years, every cell in our body uh, changes. Has anyone heard that? So every seven years, if you feel yourself kind of going, oh, I'm something's different. Yeah. something's different. There's a seven-year itch in relationships. It's like this thing where in relationships you kind of go, oh, you start reevaluating like what you want, what you want together. Same thing with your body and what you want in your own soul and your own spirit and your goals and you don't have to do the things that you wanted to do even a year before yeah. so you're allowed to change that's so good I think sometimes we and we can talk about this now too but um I think we scroll on social media so much and we see x person doing this and we're like oh I want to do that mm -hmm. and then somebody else oh I want to do that too and then you're like, you actually believe that you want to do it. And then when you're in it, you're like, what the heck am I doing? I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. Um, so it's really good to like have those moments where you like connect with yourself. It's going to sound so woo woo, but like things are moving so fast and we like don't have time to just like sit and really think what we want. So I think that's a really good point of just coming back and just like thinking, okay, well, what else that I really do want? And the comparison game is just crazy yeah so see because I look at you and I'm like there's no way that you compare yourself to people like you're a me? sports illustrated swimsuit model <laughs> if you don't know if you know two, nothing two about me model. <laughs> two more times than me <laughs> but your chapters are all ahead of you I know I, I know but that's what I was going to say so you can speak freely do you compare yourself to people let me let me let me ease this out a little bit. Yeah. I do all yeah. the time. Wow. I do all the time. And I, I hate I, that I, I don't do. want you to. No, I know. Yeah. I don't so, want to either. Yeah. <laughs> Katrina, I, that's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for being honest because I feel like people would be like, Yeah, yeah me too. Because what makes you completely different is your can I swear? It's your fucking superpower. Like, who, who you are is so different. If you try to be a carbon copy of someone yeah. else, you are not going to be able to be, I know it's thrown around, authentic. If you are not authentic and you don't live in your truth, your family, where you're from, um, your upbringing, your goals, then it's going to eat away at you. Yeah. And I, I don't know at what point in my life, maybe I compared myself to others, maybe... 
in grade school, but if you can make a conscious decision at some point and say, I'm going to be better than before. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, my it's a title version. for a reason. Yeah, we all see it. We, you know, I think that we truly can take a moment. There's always going to be someone who's doing something that can inspire you. Yeah. I like using social media as an inspiration platform, not a comparison platform. If you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, then delete that shit. Get off for a little So second. I should stop working. Huh? So I should stop working. Yes. Well, Just okay. For a so here's the thing. I don't yeah. it's not like I see I'm not I don't compare myself with like, oh, she versus me. It's not I don't think it's like that. It's more like a keep up. Mm, it's more like why not me? I like that. Like why am I not able to have what they have, and not maybe not even the same thing. That's a good question. But though. like the why success, not me? I can do it. Like, yeah, just, that's what you should you should follow up. Why not me? No, I can that's do why it. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I um, do you guys are, are you guys on TikTok? The TikTok? Talk, the TikTok. Well, during the holidays, you guys probably know Alex Earl. She blew up like overnight. Shout out to we're Alex. literally having like a girlfriend talk right now. Um, she literally blew up overnight, and mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck? Why not me? Maybe because I wasn't consistent on TikTok. But, but I love that. Sorry to interrupt real no, quick. No. That's so good. That says so much about your confidence and that you do believe in yourself. That you're like, why not me? Well, that's the thing. Because I've always, my entire life, I felt I was made for something more. Like, this was hmm. this cannot be it for me. That's good. And so when it doesn't happen, I'm just like, mar, mar, mar. Like, because I feel like, and this is not to toot my own horn, but I'm tooting my own horn. I feel like I work really hard. Um... You know, I want to provide value in whatever I do or, you know, and I don't, I don't do anything shady. It's just like, and no, seriously, this is, I'm just like, what the heck? Why not me? Why, why can I achieve X, Y, Z, whatever I want or whatever? Yeah. So anyway, back to TikTok. Um, <laughs> so Alex Earl blew up and I was like, what the heck? Why, why not me? And so I literally went up to Taz and I was like, listen, let's do a hundred day challenge. Let's post on TikTok once a day and see what happens. And sometimes it was like stupid stuff. Not even like it just and then I posted Luna, my morning routine. And when I tell you, not to be like talking about like analytics and stuff, because that doesn't really matter, but um I so I started at like I think eleven K and then in when was it? I don't even remember. Two months, I think, I was over a hundred K. And I was like, see, it's just consistent. I don't need don't clap. I don't <laughs> I'm it's like, just yeah. like, no, but it's yeah. just like, it's just consistency and yeah. doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah. I think a lot of us too, myself included, I think we get into the point where we're like, oh, that would be really cool. That's a good goal I want to set. And then you set it and then you forget it. Mm -hmm. And so like what you said earlier, you have to think about it all the time. That's why this event is here because yeah. I had to, I had no other choice but to think about it daily. Because if I didn't, mm -hmm. you guys were going to show up to an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, whatever, all you said yeah. was... See, I think, I know that your goal isn't followers necessarily, no. but you want to reach more women. Yes. And it's so good because I do think that on the platforms now with different algorithms, like you can reach women who who you really want to connect with. Um, but Alex Earl, she she was so consistent yeah. and she earned it. Yeah. Um, so many people that are doing things, they are earning exactly. it over time. And so we can sit at home and kind of look and go, why not me? But we're not 
posting 100 exactly. days in a row. Yeah. We are not putting the work in and we're sitting and stopping ourselves. We can want to be an expert in something, but it's actually earned. No yeah. one's going to know you're an expert unless you share the shit out of it. Yeah. No, it's I'm sorry, true. I'm swearing so much. <laughs> for Boston. Take the champagne away from... I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. And and sometimes I'll be a thousand percent honest right now. And don't... Just give me the grace, okay? Thanks. Um, sometimes, like I said, I'll see something and I'm like, what the heck? Why not me? And you even feel a little bit of like resentment towards whoever... I'm going to cry because that's like so personal. And I'm, I don't ever want to like think ill of other people. And it just kind of happens, right? And I'm like, ew, that's such a nasty thought. Like, of course they deserve it. Like, they've worked, like you said, you, they worked really hard. They earn it. So when I, like, see that, I'm just like, okay, I need to execute and do what I need to do to get to where I want to be. Yeah. I can't just, like, sit back and be like, oh, it's just luck for her. You know, she's, or it was, like, handed to her. or Because, honestly, we only see the highlight reels, too, right? Yeah. So, um, all that to say is that, I don't know where I was going with that, but... It's good that you're recognizing those feelings. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. So, and I'm like, oh, you need to <laughs> get it together and yeah. not... You know, because it's hard. And especially when you work by yourself and you have no one to, like, share these thoughts with. Like, I sometimes think I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that wasn't me judging that person. When we have a moment of judgment, it's good that you're recognizing yeah. what it is. Yeah. And then taking a step back and be like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. So I think you're you're already in a good spot where you're recognizing that that's not okay, and that you just got to live in your truth. Yeah. Uh, because you're when you're when you're like focused. When I'm like no like blinders are on, oh I'm like, I'm I feel good, I feel confident, mm -hmm. I I like this, yes I was like this is not gonna be able to pull it off, but I felt so confident in this that, because I didn't have time to be on social media and be like what is this person doing, what is she yeah. doing, you know what I mean? So back to what you were saying, maybe don't get off the app, but maybe just the time on the app. You apps. post it and bounce. That's what I've been doing. So yeah. is anyone content creators here? Running social media for a company? And then yeah. how many of you scroll? <laughs> I just started no scrolling Sundays. That's good. But if we post, then I just post and, yeah, and walk out. away from it. It's yeah. really, really nice because we can consume other people's lives all day, but are we are we living our own life? Right. Uh, so it's something to consider. So good. Okay, we're going to shift some, some gears here. Okay. I want to talk about body image. Mm. Um. You're also in the fitness space. Mm -hmm. And I texted you when I was, like we mentioned, getting this jacket. And I literally told her, I was like, I just finished crying in the fitting room. Because, like I mentioned earlier, I just don't feel the same as I used to. I'm weighing so much more than I used to. And I don't move the same way. And when I tell you, we tried on so many things. Okay, maybe not so many things. But... Because there was a palette, you know? Um, but nothing fit. And it's crazy because, and no shade to the woman that was helping me, but she brought out, I mean, I can tell, you guys are friends here, right? We, she brought out a size 16 and 18, um, like pants. And we were like, surely this will fit. One of the two will fit. I tried the 16s, didn't work. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> tried the 18, didn't work. 
And she comes, she's like, oh, it didn't work for you? Mm. And again, she didn't mean anything by that. And But for me, I was like, mm-hmm. I wish they would say like, oh, these weren't meant for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not like that it didn't work. I actually, I, <laughs> I wanted to start a business at one point that helps with women's uh, dressing rooms. Because the overhead lighting, oh my gosh. first of all. Oh, gosh. And then <laughs> there just needs to be something written on there that's like, you're beautiful as yeah. you are. Yeah. And then everyone that gives you a new piece of clothing or takes something away, like changing the couple It wasn't words. meant for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yours will come find you. <laughs> I was, <laughs> when I tried these pants on, I was, should I say the Aritzia? I wanted to, I wanted them to work so bad because everyone Aww. speaks so highly of them. Yeah. They had no mirrors in the dressing room. I had to walk outside to like the main room and I said, are you kidding? Oh. That is not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, the store was absolutely gorgeous, but I yeah. was like, why are you making me walk outside? Yeah, wow. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, um, it's been hard to navigate how I look now. And it's also hard because I want her to not speak badly about her own body. And so when I catch me, Taz is really good at doing this. When I say something like negative, he's like, take it back. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. And he gets like really stern. He's like, don't you dare say that. And I'm like, oh, oh, and Larissa. Larissa's in the front row. I was in her car. I forgot what we were talking about. It was probably about my body. I think we wanted to take a picture. And I was like, no, I don't really feel good. And I said something pretty nasty. And she said, she literally stopped the car, like the brake. And she's like, take that back right now. Don't you talk about yourself like that. And I was like, move. Okay, <laughs> thanks for putting me in check. Um, That's be- where we need to live. Is yes. We need to actually talk to our own bodies like we talk to our best girlfriend. Yes. And it's hard. It's so hard. I told you I had an option between the biker shorts yeah. and the pants, and I said I wasn't ready for the shorts. I haven't seen the sun in a long time, and <laughs> I haven't worked out in a couple of years. So <laughs> I want to say, I don't even know if she's still here, but I have a friend, she's a stylist. Are you here? Yes, she's right there in the middle. So um, I don't know if you know, but I cleared out my closet. Like I was like, nothing fits. I don't. Same thing. Yeah, I just wanted out. Donated everything. And so I was gonna wait until I lost weight. Wait until I lost weight to buy new stuff. And then I had another crying attack. Because then (laughs) you had nothing. Nothing fits. I literally have no pair of jeans. Yeah. All I wear is leggings and my oversized Lavalie shirt and biker shorts. Literally, if you go on my stories every day, that's what I'm probably wearing. Um, you're laughing because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so then I text her. I was like, I need your help. Can we go shopping together? Um, just help me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want to wait till I lose weight. And she said something that literally like, just like took a, a, sta- a, what is it? a dagger to my heart. Mm. She said, me waiting to buy something when I'm whatever, how many pounds less, it's saying that your body's not worth it, worthy right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why are you doing this to me? So I think it's a really important reminder that no matter what size, and I know we, everyone says it, right? But I don't think until you experience it. Um, and I was never like six pack, super skinny all the time, but I was not what I am now. And I don't think that until you experience it, you kind of, you understand, you know what I mean? I've always been, you know, saying, accept our bodies now and don't let the future of what we want rob us from the present. But then I still have moments like today where I was like, I don't want to wear shorts. 
you're allowed to have those conversations with yourself at the same time as wanting to be comfortable in your own skin. And so if there's things that you want to do that you're comfortable in, then do that and forgive yourself for having those thoughts. Yeah. And we're all human. We're all, we're all, we all have like our flaws, but they're so beautiful, which we're going to talk about perfectionism too mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Um, but like I said, like at the top of that mirror in the dressing room, I want to just write like beautiful as you are, because those, those things I've also wanted and needed to hear at points, many points in my life. And so I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to start consulting. Let's with do stores. it. I think we should starting yeah. with, starting with Aritzia. <laughs> Shout out sponsor of today's episode. Right. Actually we're not sponsored, but if you would like to sponsor <laughs> your marble registry is registry register register is chef's kiss. It's beautiful. It's this color pink, beautiful, this huge marble mm. insane. Anyway, back to the podcast. Hi, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, imposter syndrome. Mm. I have so many thoughts on this. So many. Feel free. Has anyone felt imposter That was syndrome? my next question. <laughs> imposter syndrome is a really fancy word for feeling I'm not good enough for yeah. this. Or I don't deserve this. And I believe that imposter syndrome was conditioned at some point in our life. And especially once you have children, they are, at least Bella, she's like, she can do anything. Nothing is stopping her. Mm. At what point in our life are we told we cannot? At what point in our life does someone say, oh, you can't do that? And so it really got me thinking that at some point, a parent, an aunt, someone in school, teachers told you to stay in your lane because you cannot do something else or made you feel a little small. No one is perfect. And perfectionism is also part of imposter syndrome. We feel like it has to be perfect. And so we stop ourselves and we actually like, like a, you know, paralysis by analysis. You know, we, you analyze something so much that you just don't end up even doing it. It's kind of like if you've ever like edited something for social media and then you never post it because you're like, it's not perfect. Imagine, just tap into your inner child where, I don't know if anyone has done inner child work, but it's so amazing because, like, if you were eight, you would just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Your eight-year-old self would be like, why are you stopping yourself? You look beautiful in this green shirt. You know, just (laughs) just go for it. Um, And I don't know at what point it happens in our life, but I do think it's conditioning us to not feel like we're good enough. And you are. And forgive yourself for having that thought. And I also think that if you feel like you're not good enough to do something or to teach something or to pivot in life, a big part of imposter syndrome too is when you pivot and you want to try something new. The best thing that you can do is educate yourself. And so I heard someone say this the other day. Um, They were like, you know, the fake it till you make it, that, that only gets you so far and then you'll really feel imposter yeah. syndrome mm-hmm. because you are faking it. Forget the fake. We don't want to fake it till you make it. That I feel like that should just be like something of the past. There's so we have so much access to podcasts, online courses, uh, YouTube, and education that we can become an expert in something or educate ourselves for free or for an investment that will pay for itself. And so, if you're feeling for a second that 
you can't do something, you're not good enough for it, um, you don't know enough about it, you are good enough for it, you can know enough about it, and start putting yourself out there. And the best way to learn is to actually start by doing and show up imperfectly. Yeah. And I just feel like perfection is a big, big reason for imposter syndrome. Can I share a story real quick? Yeah. Okay. So I was, since I was three years old, I was a dancer. That was like my passion. Aww. Danced my entire life. I go to college and I tried out for my dance team. Um, and when we auditioned, they like call you out if you make it or not. My number was not called. And so as like, like I'm still, I feel at this point, I didn't really have a negative body image. I mean a little bit, but nothing drastic. Um, I went over to the coach and I was like, hey, I really wanna make the squad, um, what can I do? And she was really nice this, this time around. Well, maybe I should back up. She was like, <laughs> oh, um, just work on your technique and lose a little bit of weight. And I said, great. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, this was, what year was this? This was when I was in college, so I don't even know. But That was probably like normal for the time. Exactly, and she was an ex-Dallas Cowboys normal. cheerleader. Mm. Um, and so I said, great, I'll see you next year. So I lost weight, I took more classes, I came back, tried out, <clears throat> didn't make it. And she pulled me aside, she's like, you, oh no, not yet, just kidding, huh? Um, I asked her, she's like, your technique has improved so much, um, but we're just not ready for you just yet. And I said, okay. At this point, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Like, tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna come back and do it. So I lose more weight, I come back, work on my dancing. Then that's when, that's when you know, the bad relationship with food started happening and um, the obsession with working out and everything. I go back a third time. I try out, and um, this was like in our stadium, right? And she's calling out the numbers, and she finally says that I didn't make it. At the end, she's like, oh, and number 27, can you, I remember the, like, the number, because it was so like, um, number 27, I'd love to talk to you. And there was like an inkling of like hope. I'm like, oh, maybe she wants to like congratulate me for all the hard work after three years. And Okay, you guys ready? She's like, you've improved so much. You make me want to watch you, but your butt is just too big. Literally. I ran out of that arena in tears. It was so dramatic that the girls that were on the dance team followed me out. Like, what year was this? This must have been, I was a junior in college. Junior, is that a thing? Um, 2006. When did I graduate college, babe? 2008? You were just ahead of your time. No, I know. I have another story. Can I tell you another story? I moved to New York. <laughs> story time with Yami. I moved to New York to pursue modeling, right, after this whole thing. And I, I don't know if you guys know about, like, agencies. You usually can't go into an agency unless you know somebody because you usually do open calls. I got a meeting with an agent, and she's looking at my portfolio. She brings out the measuring tape everything. She's like, oh, you're just too big. And are you ready? She's like, have you tried to work out? And I'm like, yes, my boxing gloves are right there. And then she's like, have you tried Coke? Oh. And I said, I'm sorry, what? She's like, yeah, a lot of our models, um, they'll just go on the treadmill and then they do some. And I'm like, did you do it? Did I do it? <laughs> Girl. We're being honest right and then, now. No, absolutely not. Do you know a lot of people would have gone home and done it? No, absolutely not. Good. I good do remember you. thinking, well, hold on. So that happened. And then I remember we were sitting by, I think it was like Fifth Avenue or something. And there was a huge sign. We were across from H&M. And 
Actually, this is when Beyonce was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, Beyonce was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and I said, or she's like, you're too big, you're too curvy. And I'm like, well, Beyonce can do it. Yeah. She said, you're not Beyonce. Wow. Yeah, so all that to say, the dance team incident, this, I stopped dancing. Aww. Stopped dancing because of that. And then I just, I honestly found a job, and I was like, this is just not for me. And so, oh, there it goes, the tears. <laughs> um, but I want, what I wanted to say is that our words are so powerful. Yeah. And I think to that moment, and I'm like, okay, it sucked. <laughs> she probably shouldn't have said all that stuff. But also, like, on the other side, what have I said to, some <laughs> to somebody? <laughs> what did you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Words are so powerful, and I just would hate to, like, have said something to somebody that, like, stopped them from doing whatever. And I don't even remember that woman's name. <laughs> yeah. But I just, like, I would love to, like, have a conversation with her and be like, what were you thinking? I was, like, 22 years old. She was told for many years those same Thank things you. where yeah. someone gave her permission. Yeah. Some of the things that people say to us. It's not that we have to forgive them. We have to have compassion that they didn't know any better. Yeah. And so sometimes where resentment is, can build up in certain situations or someone can say something really hurtful, if you can change that anger into they didn't know any better, then it kind of, then you're not even giving it power and you're staying in your power. And especially if someone does something to hurt you. Don't give them that power. Stay in your. So good. Wear that crown. Well, that was a good one. That was a good cry. Thank you. <laughs> you said so many amazing things to people, and you've given millions of people permission to be themselves. You show up in your pajamas <laughs> on the TikTok. <laughs> the leopard. I'll never forget him. People want I, everyone, those things have gone viral. <laughs> they have. Oh my god! When I started YouTube, we had moved to New Hampshire. We go back to New York, and we went to uh, where we worked, Equinox. And this guy, he's nice. He's a friend. He, he's like, I see what you're doing on YouTube. That's cool. And I was like, thanks. He's like, do you ever think about like putting on makeup and putting your? Hand? And I was like. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. When when you see someone show up on uh, social media with no makeup, do you think they should put on makeup? No. Do you think, wow, I want to be more like that? No. It's such a cool, that's what I mean, that we can use it as such inspiration where we can go, I want to get stripped down completely like Bella, just naked, yeah. <laughs> and be cool with that. Um, and then if you want to put on a bold lip, and a little brow, yeah. a little mascara, whatever you want, then do that. That's what I mean by, you know, making yourself comfortable, you can do that, but then also know that you are good enough as you are, and we're all feeling that way multiple times a day. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thanks for sharing so much of your story. I honestly did not plan on doing any of that. This was That's about what happened you. to the podcast. This is not <laughs> about me. <laughs> this is your event. <laughs> Better than before podcast coming soon. <laughs> um, okay, thank you. We're going to wrap up. But before we do, what is something you did that, or when you were going through a tough time, what is something that you did that you were able to 
I'm going to say it, come out better than before. <laughs> I love it. It's, it works so well for people that they'll be like, that's what I want. It's a result. I love result-based brands. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm going to get from listening to your podcast. Um, I'm doing it now. I think we're all doing things to pull ourselves out of darkness or things that happen. Um, when things get really, really hard, it's easy for us to break down. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to fall to your knees and feel like, I don't, I don't know how to even see past this right now. What you can ask yourself is kind of like what I said in the beginning is, what is this teaching me? And as long as we always stay curious through our experiences, then we can grow. As long as we stay curious about even the people around us and their experience too, then we can have good relationships together. Um, nothing feels better than someone else also genuinely caring about your experience in different situations, mm -hmm. whether that's a romantic partner or a friend and someone saying, hey, what was that like for you? And then not trying to fix it, just like listening. Yeah. So we can be that same person for ourselves that we can sit down and not have judgment and just kind of say, what was that like for you? Just kind of sit with, uh, there's, there's escapism. We were mm. talking about scrolling earlier. You know, when we're going through something, we just lay in bed and we scroll because we want to escape our own problems. Try to stop yourself from doing that and sit with yourself and say, what is this teaching me? How is this feeling for me? How does my body feel right now? That's so uncomfortable, right? Like I've done that. I'm like, oh my God, this is so lame. Like, yeah, no, we have, you have to like push through that. We have to mm -hmm. get uncomfortable for change. Change is so uncomfortable. We can be really comfortable in sadness. Oh yeah. Uh, feeling angry, resentment. It's easier to be mad and point fingers mm -hmm. than it is to actually sit with ourselves and say, how can I come out of this? better than before <laughs> so great thank you so much Kat. I, love I love you so much thank love you so much here. for coming out and just having this good old conversation i will say if you don't follow her already follow her do you want to share where you can be found before i finish my little sure you just find me on instagram at <laughs> katrina scott i don't really do the tiktok yet <laughs> My parents went viral. <laughs> they did, and I loved it. And what's funny about that platform, whether it sticks around or not, um, is that everyone wants to know the characters in your life. Yeah. And so as soon as my parents went viral, they're like, more Jane. <laughs> and I'm like, she lives on the other side of the country in New Hampshire, <laughs> which is so crazy that New Hampshire also links yes. us. Um, you know, and they're like, your dad. And then like, you know, it's, it's actually really fun. It's almost like a friends episode. Everyone wants to know all the places and all the things. It's a little different than any other social platform. It's really cool. But, um, but yeah, just Katrina Scott on Instagram. Thanks. And livebeautifully.com. Oh yeah. And yes. And then I have a podcast, <laughs> Live Beautifully. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> if you ever need like a friend to like boost your morale and feel like you can do anything, Aww. this is your gal. I honestly feel I like I can take over way. the world after you I talk to you. You can take over the world. I don't want to take you over can. the world. That's not what I mean. But your world. You know what I mean? Like, yes, your world. world. That's great. We all have our own little worlds. And it can be big dreams. And we can have a big world within our, our, our home, our family, our friends. Make it big. Make oh, it fun. Make it big. That's so good. Just and love that. no one even has to know about it. You can have yeah. a blast on a Saturday night and <laughs> no one needs to know that you're making it big in your house. I love that. Thank you so much, Kat. I love, love you. you so much. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. <laughs>
Thank you so much for tuning in to Better Than Before. I hope you loved today's episode and that you feel empowered and of course, inspired to live better than before. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to support me in the podcast, please consider subscribing, leaving a review and rating. And if you want to stay up to date with all things better than before and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Yami Mufti and the podcast at Better Than Before Podcast. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.